Well, welcome to another episode of the Two Shots Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Garcia. And today we're going to do a quick, uh, extra fast uh, session of the Two <laughs> Shots Podcast. Because we just wanted to touch base with our good friend here, Jeff Garcia, the lead Spurs writer for News 4 San Antonio and Fox 29 San Antonio. Uh, thank you for joining us, Jeff. And let's get right into it, man. The Spurs dropped into a 11th spot in the Western Conference. Um, you know, uh, the Pelicans just leapfrogged us. So what does this mean yeah. moving forward for the team? That just means that their task at hand is much more difficult. They had an opportunity, a golden opportunity, to get some leverage and move up on the uh, standings uh, versus um OKC, you had Portland winners, uh, losers of three straight. Uh, Memphis uh, stumbled a bit, and there it was right there. They go into Utah, you beat Utah in their gym, you got momentum going with you into OKC, and then they just pretty much got smacked up and down. They pretty much got handed uh, some Tyson Fury blows. It was just a, an ugly mess uh, for San Antonio. So now what that means is not only did they have to compete against Portland and Memphis, now you get the Pelicans. That's a third team now that the Spurs team has to deal with, has to play well. They they don't control their own destiny. They can win out and be happy and just lose a few more games and they still need help. So now you add a third team into the mix now. Things are just not looking good right now in the last, what, 23, 22 games, Joe? It's not. I mean, now I believe they have, what, they had 26 games after yesterday's uh, loss to uh, to OKC. So I think as it stands right now, they're at 25 games for the for the rest of the season, something like that. So I mean, mm -hmm. the math is not in their favor. Yeah, and you have teams that are surging. You know, Utah is actually a, a decent enough team, and they're well on their way to locking up a, a playoff position out west. Same thing with Oklahoma City Thunder, the Mavericks. The Grizzlies looking like they're gonna lock up that eighth spot. Uh, mm -hmm. The Spurs at this juncture, they're they're falling way behind. I mean, right now as it stands, they realistically could drop all the way down to you know twelve, you know, mm -hmm. or even thirteen, uh, because you have the Suns and the Kings that are nipping at their heels. So things right now just aren't looking good for the San Antonio Spurs. And I got to tell you, Jeff, I'm not worried. And I'm not really disappointed. I'm more upset with the way that the, the team has just played this season. And I think it's a collectively, that's how all Spurs, you know, fans are feeling right now. But at the end of the day, we do have to remember that this is kind of a retooling year for this for the team. And and the silver lining is, Jeff, once again, looking to see how these younger uh, players come along. We got to see a little bit of that. And yesterday's ugly loss to OKC with Keldon Johnson getting some playing time. That's what Spurs fans have been clamoring for. And if it, it if it takes the team losing for the young guys to get some playing time, so be it. But, I mean, how are you feeling about these young bucks getting some run? Oh, it's about time. Look, uh, yes, it was a loss and uh, an ugly loss. But the silver lining was Metu and Johnson did play uh, in significant minutes uh, for San Antonio. The highest minutes that Keldon Johnson ever played for San Antonio was four minutes against OKC, he played 13, and he produced 13 minutes and nine points and a tremendous dunk running on the floor. And scratch, even if you toss aside the X's and O's and, and the numbers and how many rebounds, just that energy, that spirit, that hustle was on that court, and it was present. There was a uh, possession where he was for the floor, swings his legs over, trying to do everything he can to get the rebound. 
you'd like to see that. Popovich was asked about Keldon following the loss to Oklahoma City, and he says he's he's a tough kid, and that's just putting it lightly. DeMar DeRozan even said that to see Metu and Johnson get some time, how huge that's for them moving forward. You can only hope that once the season is mathematically kaput, then they would be smart enough to play the young guys uh, for the remainder of the games. Although there is some downside to that is what do you do with your veterans? Do you low manage them? Um, are you going to be in tank mode? Uh, will it be obvious? But right now, the Spurs are fighting for that AC. But if it comes without, with, not within reach anymore, you got to really consider that the Spurs should and just it's a smart to play Met, John, Samanich, Weatherspoon, Eubanks. We don't know if Eubanks is going to stay after this season. He may be gone. So why not let them showcase what they got so the Spurs can plan moving forward? Yeah, another player that we don't know what's going to happen as far as their future goes is Metu. You know, mm-hmm. they're going to have to make some decisions on some of these younger players, even Yaka Portal, for example. What's mm-hmm. going to happen with him? We don't really know. They haven't really, uh, doesn't look like the front office has really moved uh, as far as, you know, making him an offer or anything of that nature that we have heard of. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes because they like to keep things close to the vest, Jeff, but... What are you? What are your indications tell you? What does your gut tell you? You think Jakob is going to be with the team for the foreseeable future, or if his price tag goes up, do you think we're going to wind up losing him? Yeah, I, I think um, Metu needs to be locked up. Uh, there's he's he's worked on his game. A lot of people think that he's just simply some guy in the paint. He's not. You follow uh, the Austin games. He he knocks out mid range shots. He's even added the ability to knock down a three point shot. And of course. There is his speed, you know, his crazy hops, and he can rebound. And can he play defense? Yes, he can. He actually leads Austin with blocks per game. Will that translate into the NBA? Well, this is where the remaining uh, games will factor in. Again, should the Spurs just be mathematically eliminated, why not let Metu shine? Let him get run. He looked really good in the limited time he played against Oklahoma City. Let's see that twofold and doubling up those minutes. I think they need to have him on board long term, even if it's just like a one or a two deal with a team option, just something, because there's potential there. And if he goes into the right system, like the San Antonio Spurs or a different system, um, he could blossom. He hasn't really given a full shot on the NBA level. He's going into what, Joe, his third season yeah. as a pro. It's going to be make or break for him next season, if not this summer, whether that be in the summer league or in training camp. Yeah, no doubt. So. Brings me to another question, Jeff. Going to do with uh, one Yaka portal now. You know, they uh, really haven't made any headway in that in that regards to us hearing anything about the Spurs front office. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. Yaka portal's agent, you know. So, mm-hmm. I mean, really, what what's going to happen with this guy when he starts hitting the free agent market? I mean, he's kind of made his na- a name for himself, especially this season, now that he's gotten more comfortable in that Spurs system. We've seen Blocka Portal come out, you know, and he's good for a couple blocks per game. Big man who can run the floor quite well. Um, and not only that, he's got a good little in-between game at times. You know, he gets that ball. He can move without without the ball. He has a little good, uh, good pick-and-roll action going, sometimes a little pick-and-pop, you know. Mm-hmm. And he, he's, a, he's one of these players who's kind of showing you something as far as what he can do out there. And, and the ceiling is high for him. You know, because if he can develop a consistent jumper, 
or even maybe a three-point shot, he can be a, a really decent player, you know? He really can, and I think the Spurs will also lock him up, too, moving forward as well. He um, He's just tough, man. Uh, he, he protects the rim. He protects that paint. Uh, he runs the pick and roll well. Um, you, you know, I, there's still areas of his game that I need to see improvement moving forward if the Spurs want to give him, uh, you know, a nice bump in pay or an extension. Uh, he, he really needs to have a reliable jumper. I really don't see that in games. Yeah. Can he finish strong? Yeah, he can. Can he rebound? Yes, he can. But in today's game, he needs to develop some sort of reliable, more more well-rounded game. We know he can do it off defensively. We know he can do a little bit de- uh, offensively. But, man, if he could just get a nice little midi down, that'd be good. And look, just to say that the, the Spurs really need another mid-range shot guy, no, because they got plenty of that LMA. Um, DeMar DeRozan, and you're starting to see a little uh, development of that with DeJounte Murray. But Pirtle can't extend that defense. If he can start knocking that down, defenses are going to have to honor that. So will he work on other facets of his game? That's going to be priority number one for him. And I really do believe that the Spurs will lock him up uh, in some shape, manner, or form, whether it be a short-term deal, long-term deal with team or player options. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. So only time will tell really what the front office is going to wind up doing, but they do have some decisions to make regarding the future of the team, especially with some of these younger players. Uh, Last thing we want to do is kind of throw a max deal out there at some of our vets, Mm -hmm. including one DeMar DeRozan. I love him to death. You know, I like what he does. Been one of the most consistent players uh, for the San Antonio Spurs this season, but I just don't feel like he's worth the max contract. And I just feel like it's in the Spurs best interest to maybe offer him maximum three years with that third year being an option and the numbers have to work in favor of the team, not necessarily in favor of DeMar DeRozan and what he thinks he's worth, you know? So those are just my takeaways in closing here. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, that that's a tough question because like, he's not old. I know a lot of people are saying, oh, he's old or he's not old. He's still relatively young and he's entering, you know, he's still in the midst of his prime. You know, obviously the end of it is coming soon, but he's still in it. Look, he leads the team in scoring and facilitating. You know, he's one of the deadlier offensive threats in the NBA. In my opinion, I think the Spurs do keep him around. I think they will offer him some sort of extension, um, a max deal. I mean, my goodness, look, if if he if he he's going to be the biggest fish in free agency pool if the Spurs take a pass, and everybody's going to be chasing him. And with the Spurs in rebuild mode, and if they let him go and don't even bother, then and they are in full rebuild mode. That is it. They're going to start over again. Um, but you still have another albatross, and that is Lamarcus Aldridge. You know, he's he's definitely seen the ending of his career sooner than Demar is. In my opinion, I think the Spurs will keep him. Just bump and pay. Um, I don't see it being too long. I see maybe one or two years. You know, he's he's a potent scorer, Joe, and that's valuable in today's NBA, where scoring is at a premium. Scores are high. Um, he does have an old man game. He does not knock down threes, but he's still effective, Joe. He is this season's MVP uh, for San Antonio, no matter how it ends. Keep him. I think the Spurs will keep him. Uh, but as how long they should, I think it's got to be in the short term. Yeah, exactly What I how I'm feeling about it. I think the most is maybe a, a three-year deal with they go out and uh, look for a max, max contract uh, mm-hmm. you know, with maybe just two seasons that have gone by and he still has something left in the tank. I think collectively that would probably be the between what he wants and what the Spurs want. But mm-hmm. 
we go ahead and end this episode, where can they follow you and all the great content you have cranking out over there at uh, Spurs Zone? Yeah, go to Spurs Zone News for San Antonio and Fox29SanAntonio.com. Spurs news, whether it be about the Austin Spurs and how the kids are doing up there. Yeah, to even what happened to R.C. Buford's son. If you did not know or did not see what happened recently, go check it out. It is at the Spurs Zone. And uh, subscribe to Lockdown Spurs. Very frequent visitor there and guest there. So I'm pretty sure you heard it by now. But in case you did it, uh, Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, it's all there. Just look for Lockdown Spurs. Subscribe, and I would definitely appreciate it. Follow us. You know, we're out there on Facebook, on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, where we love to have you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel and also see the backlog of videos that we have uh, after Spurs games and also some of the live streams we do with two shots and that's again at two shots podcast t-w-o-s-h-o-t-s podcast garcia i'm joe garcia thank you for listening another episode to another episode of the two shots podcast and like we always say spread the love stop the hate and be kind we're out peace